2: are the Salon Sleuths. My name is Melissa, and my name is Leslie, and we are two women from the Pacific Northwest. We are both curious about
3: paranormals, spirit guides, ghosts, past lives. We are suspicious about true crime, disappearances, and strange phenomenons. We are open to learning about the supernatural and all things we don't understand. Together,
2: we're opinionated with a splash of smartass. Join us to learn, and. Stay curious, stay suspicious, and stay open.
3: Follow Salon Sleuth on all major podcast platforms.
2: Hello, Salon Sleuth fans, and Leslie and April. We have a uh, a special a guest today. today. Hi, April. How Hello. are you? I'm good, thank
4: you.
2: Okay, now April, are you're a cousin? Yes, Michael's okay. cousin. Michael's cousin. Michael cousin. Okay, you're adorable she is so (laughs) leslie was just starting to talk about uh the uh salon sluice debacle this week because wait she's looking confused yeah what was it uh hello we recorded last week and you deleted the uh recording which I have to say is so something I would do. And I was telling my husband about it that I was laughing. And he's like, Oh my God, you would totally have done that 10 times since you guys started recording. I'm like, I know, I know. Well,
3: I like backed it up to the computer, the ones that we had saved to the cloud. Yeah. Because it kept saying my cloud was full. So I was like, okay, I will clean that out. But I had done that before our last show. So when I logged in, I just transferred everything to the thing, not realizing I hadn't backed up our last show. So and here's the thing: nobody understands the cloud. <laughs> what Nobody answers. What is it? <laughs> what, is it? Well, what is it? And is so, it? like, maybe are we not supposed to talk about the last show? Like, maybe I know divine intervention is like maybe we're not even supposed to talk about that lady. I know. I know. Maybe okay, we can just so know. we have uh, lots of other things we can talk about. I'm so
2: sorry. here's the weird thing. I mean, I've told you guys all that like Leslie does all the heavy lifting and everything, and I just get to show up and talk. But. um It literally, I would not trust myself with this because I have deleted my entire cloud. Well, actually my husband technically did it, but I was needing his help. We deleted my whole cloud and it had all of like my AutoCAD drawings for like 10 years on there. And I ended up going through Apple and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, sorry, we don't back up the cloud anymore for seven days or whatever. It was a whole mess. I mean- a literal mess. So, um, I feel for you and you've apologized like 5 million times and I don't need an <laughs> apology because you know, what? that shit just happens, I, I would have already done it. I feel it. like I wasted an hour
3: of your life and I'm sorry.
2: Oh my God.
3: it's so not the first hour I'm in a waste. <laughs> well, so I had the craziest dream. I already told April, but I had this dream yeah. that my dad was better and he was coming home. Oh, and I was like, oh crap. Like we closed his bank account. He has no clothes. He has no car. Like someone's living in his house. Like I'm like trying to like a moment of panic of like, I need to get him some, like, how am I going to get a car down there? Do I just go down there and buy a car? Like, and then how do I tell him about his bank account? Like it was like, weird. Yeah. and then I texted my sister and she's like, oh, that's weird. Right before father's day. Oh, I, know weird. I don't know. No. Okay.
2: So also, you remember our friend Jared from adventures with a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Do you follow them at all? No. Okay. So even to Florida, you think? Well, I don't know about Florida. I didn't, I didn't look, but his one that I found that popped up on my feed yesterday. Oh my God, Leslie, you've got to watch it. It's a woman in Texas who went missing 30 years ago and they didn't report her missing until 10 years after that. There must've been some family history, but Because they kind of didn't get worried. The fact that she was throwing her son a birthday party in Texas and she just never showed up. And so they didn't think it was that odd until days later, because apparently she did this. So there must have been some history, right? To not think it's odd immediately. But long story short, they didn't start looking for her um, until 10 years after she'd been missing. And then, um, it's like a whole debacle where the police, after they said she was missing, they changed it to a, um, not to a missing persons. They changed it to like, not a runaway, but something where like they suspected that she just left on her own. And so anyways, this sister was so concerned about her, she finally got connected. Oh, she went to go buy something off Facebook marketplace and you know met this woman somewhere in a parking lot and this woman's like I have to tell you I'm getting That's like it. strong sensation from your sister blah 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 she's in deep water somewhere she's in the deepest part of the water near the day I'm like tells her all this information so she gets adventures with a purpose out there they find the car and hold on full body chills. I just got them. (laughs) The bridge in which they found the car right off off of, oh my gosh, I got chills so bad. They found happy birthday balloons tied to the the sign and they thought it was a memorial. So they went back to the balloons. Mm -hmm. They looked at the balloons they were just stuck like they had blown away from someone and they just stuck right there on the railing where
3: the frigging car was found, you guys. So that's so weird. This happened to April about her brother. No. He went somewhere.
4: Mm-hmm. You tell the story. Well, I just went somewhere and... Um, which one are you talking about
3: actually? Well, you went like, I think it was like um, like a facial thing. You went in and...
4: Oh, yes. So what happened was I went in, um, actually I had a client and I was just, Oh,
3: it was your client. Yeah. yeah she was a facial. Like, yeah. okay. So I was person. her
4: esthetician for the, that appointment and I went in and I was, you know, just getting, I was asking her history, going through everything. And then I just started, she started to change and I could feel like this different energy in the room and she just all of a sudden, like I'm behind her. Cause I started on her back, some spots that she needed taken care of. And, she's like, did you have a, do you have a brother? And I was like, first thing I did was look at my wrist to see if I wore this, my bracelet that I wear and that says his name and everything. And I was like, um, I've never been asked that question since everything happened since I lost him. So I was like, um, yeah, I mean, I did. She's like, I know um so just so you know he's super healthy um oh. he looks pretty much the same he's just like a little more glowy he has really dark hair he kind of clones it to the side and has a little bit of spike here um he's surrounded by people like and I'm like what kind of people like good people or bad people and she's like good people like teachers like helping him understand what happened and where he is and don't worry he's going to be fine and he's always going to look over you and I was like And so I continued this whole thing and I'm like, I'm sorry, is this hurting? Cause it's IPL. So it's a quick rubber band snap of the skin to like diminish um, spots and tighten skin. And her hands were so like, just like stiff instead of just relaxed, They were just stiff. And she was just in another place, like bringing me all this beautiful information about my brother. So of course I was trying to hold back my tears and I'm just trying to understand, but like Throughout my life and throughout things, like people come to me and they give me these messages that I'm so grateful for. So, anyways,
3: yeah. she's got lots wow. of stuff like that. Stories like, like that. yeah, it was crazy, and
4: um, forever grateful for her. And um, yeah, so it was a very and it happened very quick. It was like um, like only three months after. And then what
3: yeah. do you see a sign when you see a brother? What is that yes, sign? Yes,
2: I see the number fifty-seven all the time. Oh, interesting. Is that related to him in some way? His birthday, five seven, or
4: Mm-mm. the only know. thing I can think of is like I was always into numbers and growing up and through high school 12 was my favorite number
3: okay. and
4: if you add them if you add, <laughs> she
3: sounds like me right now if
4: you add five and seven together it's 12 <laughs> and there's two of us but then if you take the one away there's only one now so like <laughs> but then I'm like that's just humor like yeah away yeah. and I don't know, maybe that number was just there for him and it just worked out. I don't know. She just sees
3: it all the but time. I see
4: it all the time in very
2: random places. Like, why? And, like, and that's the weird thing about that is it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You know it. Yeah. And the other weird thing is, is that if you believe this, mm-hmm. he knew you'd get it.
3: Yes, mm-hmm.
4: I know. Yeah. So he just, he's like, this will be our number. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. our number and like um he's always comforting me and so that i'm just grateful for all
3: like that. throughout and the day know- like all the days she'll be like oh look it's ten fifty seven or like oh look at that yeah. license plate has 57 like it's always yeah. like
4: yeah like when i landed in portland yeah the first license plate i just look at the end was 57 and i was like okay thanks yeah. like yeah. Thanks for letting me i had you know a little bit of problem be landing because mm-hmm. i hadn't been back
3: she like, took she a nap area. and she woke up right over where he was when the when it happened yeah
2: now, is Dennis, he the one who was murdered? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
4: Thank you. But oh my gosh. He's not here physically anymore, but spiritually right. he is. So Clearly,
2: clearly. Yeah. And, you know, I find that very interesting. And for those skeptics out there, I, I'm not a skeptic, but I can see how those skeptics would go, oh, that's a big tangent. But the fact that you would see that and know that immediately like I have this weird thing for some reason my dad and I were not that close Mm -hmm. so this all sounds so weird to me but I've had interactions with him since he passed and I feel like when hummingbirds are around Mm -hmm. that's him yeah and out of all the things that you could see in a day Mm -hmm. why would I immediately know it was a hummingbird Mm -hmm. why would you know it's the 57 and then have some scenario in your head why it's 57 like you just know it i I was gonna say you just know it and and to make it up out of whole cloth i guess it's possible but i don't know why wouldn't i think i don't know i don't know i i just find that odd that i just i just knew that immediately Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: um it just felt like that was the that was the thing so Mm -hmm. anyways i fully um believe in that and i am so uh, happy that you get that message a lot and to the point of the story kind of looping back um, those balloons were not a mistake that they yeah. were yeah. had flown onto the side rail and gotten attached mm-hmm. right in the spot where her car was and um, kind of back to my point but that- they remembered that 30 years later well, so that was the thing. After she found that after she got in touch with that Facebook person that said these things and gave her more information as to where the car would be, then she was able to bring Jared and his team and he canvassed this whole damn area. A couple different areas and um you know, he he I just think for a guy and and for a somebody who kind of fell into this, you know, he just started finding like weird stuff in the
3: waters. Right. And, but he was cleaning out the rivers. He was just going, yeah. yeah. And then he started recovering cars and people.
2: Yeah. Like if you look at his, his postings, like it started out like finding phones and guns and just shit you'd find in the water when you're down there with a metal detector and, you know, scuba gear or whatever. And now he's like pulling missing loved ones out of the water after 30 years. Wow. So did and her car go over the dam is, I mean, what happened? Well, So I didn't hear that part of it because life got in the way and I had to turn it off, but um, they did recover her car and her, um, but I didn't hear how she got there. And if it was foul play, I, I would assume probably not by the, by the sounds of things, but um yeah, I need to actually finish it. But I was so blown away by that. And to your guys at this point, you know, we talk about these things that certainly could be coincidences. You know, the balloons could have just flown there and been there ironically, but I don't think so. And quite frankly, I don't think Jared thinks so because he did in his video, he's talking about the, uh, the balloons that they find and he does a little rewind to... And she was going to her son's birthday party when she was, you know, she, when she went missing. It's like that that isn't a mistake. Okay, wait a minute.
3: Yeah. Thirty years ago they found the balloons by the railing or no. just recently the balloons were there. Okay. Recently. So these are
2: different. new yeah. ass
3: balloons. That's what, what I was like, like yeah. Okay, I was thinking thirty years ago they saw that, but they Ew. didn't put it together. And then I was like, how did they figure that out? But I get now, What you're saying, yeah, no, that these is our a- new, process, yeah, yeah. These are new balloons. Yeah. Okay, you know, right. mylar and everything. And there
2: was a big bunch of them. It wasn't like a little bit of balloons either. It wasn't like oh, one little flimsy balloon. No, no, they were blown up, and because they, they, when they were, you know, doing the water find and searching in the water, they thought. That maybe you know someone had died there on the side of the road. You know, people oh, put yeah, balloons on yeah. a little memorial. Yeah. That's what they thought it was when they first went up and they just you know boated up to it, and the guy got onto the bank and pulled the things. He's like, no, these are these are just balloons sitting here. And
3: oh, by the way, they're happy birthday balloons. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. I, if we talk to him now, like, would his would he say that his intuition has increased in well, like, seeing those kind of signs? Like, I wonder. Right. If we right. connect with him to ask him those kind well, of well, I was
2: I was thinking about reaching out to him because I was just blown away by this last night. But I've, obviously, I didn't have time to get a hold of him and and. Which get is him so on funny
3: because Michael has ran into videos. I told you this. He'll be watching videos and he's like, "Oh, this guy he pulls." On. I'm like, "Oh, is that adventurous for with a purpose?" He's been on our show, Michael. Like, <laughs> and it was like, because we ha- we've been doing this for over a year now, yeah. and it was earlier on. Yeah, and it's just funny that Michael just tumbled across, or yeah. you know, yeah, came across tumbled. I don't yeah. even know what the word came is. Across. Came across well, I'm sure
2: that stumbled, and stumbled. that's it. No. stumbled. I'm sure that is going to happen with my son because I've told him a couple times, dude, you need to you need to watch this guy's videos, it's amazing, yeah. blah blah blah. And he shows no interest in anything I send him. Yeah. If someone else sends it, It'll you know, it's cool, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. But he does um he has started liking country music, which so I've been sending him like old Willie Nelson songs, Travis Tritt, you know. I really like um King Brown.
3: Oh yeah.
2: yeah. 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 I like Sam Hunt too, but yeah, me too. <laughs> he, I've heard he's not that great in concert. Cause no. I really want to take my daughter, but
3: yeah. I don't know. Let your own opinions matter. Not what other people. Well, think.
2: no, I've, I've heard he's just doesn't have a good stage presence, like a stage. He's not putting on a great show yet. Um, and I think he's young, you know, I think he just kind of started out. So yeah. So our, our missing, um, podcast was on Diane Downs yes so I don't know are we even going to talk about that today
3: well the one thing I do want to talk about from the last (laughs) show that I deleted was the skeleton that was found in the Lake Oswego house oh yes I was like that's so sad somebody died and nobody found them right yes it was actually a construction worker was doing some work in the house found the skeleton called the police they found out it was in it was a teaching tool that the guy it was a real skeleton but a, it, he had gotten it like legally as a teaching tool oh. for the classes that he was teaching like um, oh. a, it must have been biology or you know uh-huh. some sort of medical class yeah, yeah. so it wasn't like an actual body they found <laughs> in a house it was <laughs> that was found but it was like a display type of thing but so the, last the episode workers freaked out thinking that there was a body in the house. and Okay, so not- last episode you came yes. with, oh my God, this full-on skeleton was found in this
2: house. This person must have died. And you and I were were talking about how
3: wasn't wouldn't there be a
2: smell like wouldn't has somebody,
3: like wouldn't there be mail accumulated at the house yes and, yes. and then there's was the like, fear that my dad would die in his house by himself like yeah. all this stuff and it's just yeah. really funny it was uh, after I got off I was like oh god I I need to add this to the back of the <laughs> podcast and now I don't even have to because. <laughs> It was just a skeleton that was for school that was found by the construction workers who freaked out thinking mm-hmm. that this guy that was it. hiding a body. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. Well, I know that um, you know,
2: our whole episode was meant to be a follow-up to Crazy Moms. Yes. And Diane Downs and um, you know, I've thought about her a lot the last week since we recorded going, you know, do I really think she did this and because and the only reason I say this is because um I did a follow-up that her brother still supports her and still thinks that there was this scraggly-haired man and there was something having to do with the Eugene DA and I don't well, know we'll- Melissa. listen
3: let's let's do this she hasn't she doesn't know who Diane Downs is <laughs> oh you but- don't Let's, uh, tell no, I, okay. okay. let's, let's tell her this story okay okay let's tell this story and yeah and then, um then she can ask the questions and if we have answers that we can answer okay. them.
2: all
3: right so okay. why don't you go why don't you start so diane Dions was Were they originally from arizona yes okay so yes. she met her high school sweetheart
2: actually i think it was california arizona because her, anyway, hus- her, her husband Oregon,
3: she met her uh high school boyfriend mm-hmm. can you hear the dogs yes is it bad are day they day. outside of your bedroom They're out in the living room okay so diane downs she met her high school boyfriend uh-huh. husband or whatever and but she had a problem with um sticking to one person okay and they had three children but the third one was a result of a extramarital uh-huh. affair uh-huh.
2: And we don't know if he knew that right away. Is that correct? We don't really know, but we know that ultimately that was the reason they divorced. Yes.
3: Yeah. And then she was working down in Arizona and was hooking up with a coworker, which she loved. Like she was head over heels for this guy. He made it very clear that he didn't want kids Mm -hmm. or to help somebody else raise Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. And um, so she moves up to Oregon. And thinking she was like thinking, oh, he's gonna follow her, mm-hmm. chase her up there. Mm-hmm. And he was actually thinking he couldn't wait for her to get over the, the, mm-hmm. the state the lines. line. Too. Like he was ready mm-hmm. for her to be gone. So she
2: gets up to Oregon. And I think and she was th- the kind of woman that needed a man all the time. You know, those yeah. ladies that
3: mm-hmm. they and, can't
2: go yeah, without.
3: I love that attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was down in what Springfield, where was she? Yeah, Springfield, down, Eugene. Yeah, down in that area. And, um, she got a job as a postal worker Okay. and how did that work? So one time she became a surrogate because the one thing she was really good is uh, having babies. Uh-huh. So she became a surrogate, had a baby. I think she got $10,000 and then she went on a drive. She went with her friend. So her friend called her, you uh-huh. know, so her friend calls and she's like, Hey, I saw an ad for a horse, through, like when she was working and in the postal service, she saw a magazine or something that had an an ad for a horse that was for sale. Mm-hmm. And she was going to take it to her friend because her friend was looking for a horse. Okay. It turns out her friend had already bought a horse. And so she was going to take her kids to go look at this horse. Mm-hmm. And then you said she was going to stop at a, another person's house to get some you, know, you said that I It was that. Okay. it. It was, it was this whole story house. she
2: concocted. Yeah, it was.
3: This yeah, little, like, it was her, her alibi. Or something at somebody else's house. Uh-huh. Given she has three young kids, they're like four, seven, and ten, or eight, or nine, or something like that. They're under. They're young. Yeah, under ten. Yeah, she leaves at like nine thirty at night to go to this girl's house to give her the article or whatever. See the horse. Pick up this other paperwork or whatever. And then on her way home, she sees a road she's never taken before. Mm -hmm. So she goes on that road and like, it's desolate. There's not a lot of lights out Mm -hmm. there. And she's very rural, very rural. There's a man, a scraggly haired man on the side of the road, waving her down. She pulls over because, you know, she's so nice and she's picked up hitchhikers before. Yes. So she, why
2: wouldn't you pick up a hitchhiker with three small kids in the backseat?
3: why wouldn't you a desolate road where there's no lights Mm -hmm. whatever so she pulls over and she's like you know what do you need and he immediately is like i want your car and so he they have a struggle he reaches in shoots all the kids and then shoots her in the arm she fake throws her keys and then jumps in the car and drives off and she says like a bad out of hell to the to the hospital well it turns out, they get to the hospital, her um, middle child dies. And, that, and I heard somewhere that she struggled with her middle child, wasn't really fond of her, okay. that wasn't her favorite child. Mm-hmm. Um, she drives right away, her son, who was behind her in the seat, uh, ends up being in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And then the other daughter's now in a coma. Um, mm-hmm. The oldest daughter's now in a coma. And um, so they're kind of just waiting to see mm-hmm. what happens. Meanwhile, she's telling people about this, story she's all over anytime she get get in front of a camera she's telling the story even Oprah she's on Oprah like and she's very well spoken mm-hmm. she sounds like she's educated I don't yes. know if she actually was but she uses these mm-hmm. big words and yeah you yeah. know she and her story like she has an answer for everything mm-hmm. and then like they start questioning her more and more she they hear that her daughter's starting to kind of wake up every time she'd go in the room her, her daughter's heart rate go through this so they'd have to get her back out so there's like obviously some Mm -hmm. stress when the mom would walk in the door and then i believe like once the daughter was a little bit better i might be jumping up but she was working with a therapist and that she would just say like um if you know who, who did this you know write it on a piece of paper and you don't even have to tell me like just getting it out will help you and we'll just burn it so every every session they would burn it and eventually she just left it out and it said my mom and so that's how they she were, actually they, testified didn't she she did yeah. but then they were saying like um that she was coerced by like the mm-hmm. investigators and that uh-huh. she had an answer uh-huh. for everything and uh-huh. she was saying then her story was changing about there must have been um another person and then she's like then she changed her story uh-huh. but she said she changed the story because well they were like there's no way one person could have done it and she's mm-hmm. like okay then there must have been another person mm-hmm. because she was like and it made it believable the way she was saying it i was like right i was starting to question myself because they Well, did and there was a way there was a way in which the
2: direction of her shooting herself in the arm you know first of all this guy got three kids and he they were all in critical condition one obviously died um but they were all
3: not well but only grazed her in the arm, yeah. and, and it showed that like her middle child had opened up the passenger door at one point because there was blood splatter on the outside of the like on the, mm-hmm. the door jam, and so the door had been open at one point, mm-hmm. and then the position where her son was. Mm-hmm. So they did a reenactment of the scene in in the court, yeah and it was saying like, well, in order for her to get to the son, like he had she, she had to has- change hands mm-hmm. because you can't go around like this, but if that child's leaning out and you shoot her again mm-hmm. you could easily just turn her way around yeah. to get to the back seat yeah oh and the other thing she was complaining is um her new car was ruined right she and she would there. always smile in front of the cameras anytime a oh, camera was happy. around that whole was... reenactment of like how she pushed the thing and she gets in the car and she bumps her arm because it's got the wound in it yeah. and she's like that oh. hurt almost as much as when I And it stops when
2: I, when I was shot. Yeah. Then she stopped when he shot me or shot something like that. Like Like, almost like she started to say when I shot myself and then she stopped.
3: Right. So, um, but so before the trial, there's like the time period before you get arrested, they were still building the case, right? Mm -hmm. She's on her route for the, the thing. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I forgot to mention too, right before she killed the kids, Mm -hmm. it was a month earlier she had called the boyfriend down in Arizona and they had a conversation again, probably about the kids. And then it's a month later that the kids are no longer. So then she's now that they're building a case mm-hmm. on her. She's not in jail mm-hmm. yet. She um, goes on her route and mm-hmm. there's this guy that she's kind of had her mm-hmm. eye on. Mm-hmm. So, and because she can get pregnant so easily, mm-hmm. she takes a bottle of whiskey or bourbon or something and a bunch of pot and shows up in his house.
0: Mm-hmm. well guess
3: what now she's pregnant mm-hmm. and so she goes to when they go to court she's visibly very oh pregnant goodness. right so the prosecutor is prosecutor ends up adopting the two kids
2: is that right melissa i'm sorry i lost you guys for like two minutes it oh, froze so it. i didn't i didn't uh, get that last part
3: um how did the prosecutor adopt the two older kids they did
2: yes uh he well the two remaining kids i don't know if it was the two oldest or if they were there was one between there um well there was the
3: baby that was born during trial
2: yes but that was not that was not adopted yeah yeah no it was the two surviving kids from the initial car shooting that he adopted danny was paralyzed his whole or, or is paralyzed and the daughter did um, become a, wait, maybe that's the wrong daughter. One of the daughters, either the daughter that was born while she was on trial. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's a psychologist now. Yes, that's the one who helps yeah. children. Um, but the other two I think lived they a they very just quiet life. Information about them. They're kind of, yeah. very, very
3: they, very they really life. wanted to live a quiet life. And, yeah. and um, the so they all. have. So she goes to prison and then she escapes at one point. I think it was like a few years into her sentence. She throws a jacket or something over the fence. 18 feet, is that what you said? Yeah, it was something, it was something tall. Lines up and over it, goes to a house and um, hangs out there. And so what, how they found out was like in her um, like cell, so. there's like a piece of paper and mm-hmm. it was blank, mm-hmm. but they did the whole crayon thing mm-hmm. and did the sh- and they could see the address. So it was one of her yeah. cellmates' ex-husbands. So they go to the house. Of course, it's full of men. And she's probably enjoying all of them. But yes. they added another like five years onto her sentence for that. But they also took her down to California. And she's like out of yeah. this area. Yeah. But that was the story of Diane yeah. crazy down.
2: And so, it was huge here. Like, it was. And it happened in, what year was that? It was 86, yeah. 83, something like that? Mm, 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 mm. 83. Yep, yeah,
3: 1983
2: may 19th yeah. yeah it was it was a huge deal here um and she is one of probably the biggest i mean i think she's the biggest child killer like mom child killer you know as those stories go
3: i, I don't know that there's any other what was one. the other lady she had her two boys and she drowned them in her car
2: what was her oh name? that was uh you mean the gal in florida or whatever on the east coast
3: um, I mean, was, do you remember that lady's name she put him in the car and then she said linda car, took her car and you know, then she, the car rolled in yes yeah, I,
4: I don't remember the name but i remember i
2: story. want it starts with a sh- S-C-H. I, I actually had that one last week when we recorded because i had looked up other moms susan who said that. susan that's it susan
3: susan what susan smith
2: yes susan smith maybe that's right maybe Yeah, You know,
3: the other case I would really love to talk about, I think her name is um, Darlene, um, uh, what is the last name? I want to say Cartier, but it's not Cartier, it's, um, oh, it's Juice, I can't think of this name. I'll think of it, I really like her. Um, She supposedly killed two of her boys, two of her three boys, Um, what's her name? Mm, so susan smith Mm -hmm. susan Susan smith
2: Smith. diane downs is the second one on there um the the other one that you're thinking about is that the bathtub one no oh yeah she
4: i remember that one too that was like east coast right
3: yes you remember the lady here in oregon at the beach who stabbed her daughter so many times i think her daughter lived oh that one sounds familiar but
2: not sure. Let's see. Susan Smith, October 1994. mary beth Tining. Never heard of that one. That was in 1972 through 1985. Oh my gosh, she killed all of her kids in suspicious ways. Rudier. Rudy. It's Ruder.
3: How do you say that?
4: Routier, Maybe.
2: Then Diane Stoddit.
3: That one's a good one.
2: That's a good one. Uh, Amber Pastor. Diane Downs, Andrea Yates. That was the one I was thinking about. Remember she came oh, yeah. kids yeah, she in the bathtub. Dropped, yeah. yeah. Christy Sheets. Mm. Oh gosh. She immediately, oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> okay. This is, this is me uh, uh, surfing the web here. Christy Sheets called her family into the living room for a family meeting in June of 2016. I've never heard of this one. She's beautiful, by the way. Hours after husband Jason Sheets told her he planned to divorce her, she immediately pulled the weapon out and pointed it at Mr. Sheets and wanted to blame him. You made me do this. You're making me do this. Fort Bend County Sheriff Troy Nels previously told people, this is on People Magazine, by the way, (laughs) good source for all good things. Um, But she didn't shoot Jason. Instead, Sheets chased her daughters, Madison, 17, and Taylor, 22, into the street killing them before authorities arrived and fatally shot her as for why she didn't shoot jason she said she wanted him to suffer ah
1: <sighs> oh
2: okay megan huntsman a utah mom uh, admitted in 2014 to killing six of her newborn babies soon after oh i saw that birth. one just recently oh my gosh between 1996 and 2006 that's utah is that right yeah
3: yeah, I just read that one.
2: Carola arno The husband
3: didn't know either.
2: Oh gosh, that's horrible. Carola, Carol Carola Arnow. Before killing herself last June, Carola, forty, fatally shot her two children, daughter ten, and son Noah four, in their Pennsylvania home. The couple was in the midst of a bitter child custody battle. Oh, my gosh. Jessica Edens I they went, are they on. went on a killing crazy in 2017 before turning the gun on herself. Oh, how can people do this? Sarah Lynn Kruger. This past July, a California jury sentenced Cal- Sarah Lynn Kruger, 27, and her boyfriend, 29, to life in prison for the 2014 torture and mu- murder of Kruger's daughter, Kaylee. And she was three years old? <gasps> Oh my god they found her in her bed partially frozen an autopsy revealed that kylie had 41 distinguishable injuries all over her body and had died two days before she was found she'd been kept in the couple's freezer for several hours after her death oh my gosh oh my god stephanie smith this is the last one i promise Alabama, four-year-old Zadie Wren Cooper died on July 7th. Shortly after her death, Zadie's mother, Stephanie Diane Smith, mourned her daughter's death on Instagram. I wish you'd taken me with you, she wrote. I didn't want to be here without you. The medical examiner was unable to determine the cause of death, but in April 2017, Smith walked into a police station and confessed to smothering her daughter with a pillow, saying she had mental issues and she'd been off her medication
3: oh that's horrible i'm gonna change subjects because that's so sad but (laughs) But you're gonna change the subject i'm changing the subject (laughs) okay do it Uh, april and i are gonna go ghost hunting july 8th at wolf creek Ooh. down south outside no um it's in a hotel okay okay that whole area is supposed to be a little paranormal Uh and we're going with the warders Okay, good. And then we're also going to the Oregon Vortex. Ooh, okay. Do you know anything about that place? No. Well, but John and um, Michelle had gone to the Wolf Creek before and they had some crazy experiences. They used a ghost box and it said Vivian, like the name Vivian, which is super crazy. Their daughter. But that's not like a name that you hear very often. No. And... Um, Was this before they had Vivian? Right. Was this when, what? Was this before they had their daughter Vivian? No, Vivian was with them. Oh god. And the oh. it's like a it's like a radio that just changes stations really quickly and oh. you have to listen carefully for words that it's saying mm-hmm. and it said Vivian, like very clearly they said. So
2: oh, we're wow. gonna go Are they gonna read you're gonna record this
3: time? We are so we may <laughs> okay. even go live that night. Okay, okay. And cool. so if people wanna so it's July 8th, mark your calendars. But yes. I don't know if we'll do Instagram or Facebook, which one's easier to do that on. Okay. Um, and then we'll go to the Oregon Vortex on the, uh, the next day on our way home on the 8th. Um, that's what they gave me for my birthday. So oh, that's fun. And the Oregon Vortex, I guess is a, like an Indian, an old Indian land. Ooh. And they, there's this house that supposedly was in a different location and it got knocked down to its current location. They said maybe during a flood okay. and um, the house is crooked. To me, it looks like it was like from the pictures, it looks like it's built crooked, but I don't know if that's true. So everything's kind of wonky. They say like balls roll up, but then an FBI, an old FBI investigator had gone to it. I read this article and it said that that is just like um, an an illusion. Optical illusion. Rolling up. But one thing he did say, there's one area where it appears that people are shorter than they actually are at at different spots. And Mm -hmm. what it said was, he did determine that there is a two degree difference between these two locations, uh-huh. although and their height is a 16th degree difference. so it doesn't make sense. He's like, I't I can under, don't understand why that one's the way it is, but huh. um, supposedly things are just wonky there. And the one thing that he did say is like when they have like horses that come up, they just stop. they will not go on that land. They'll just stop and then turn around and go somewhere else. And they're saying like maybe maybe like magnetic Mm -hmm. plates or something underneath there, but it'll be an interesting thing. We'll probably. When's your birthday? What? When's your birthday? It was in May. Happy birthday! Thanks. Did I wish you a happy birthday? I don't think I I wish you did. What was your what day is your birthday? It was May twenty fifth. Okay. Same with Ella. Oh, you're wow! You had a daughter on your birthday. I did. I didn't wow. get any cake and they didn't tell me that because I had C-section, right? So you can't eat that day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was so excited. I was like, oh, good okay, to have, yeah.
2: You couldn't eat afterwards?
3: No, after surgery, like that, no. You have to like fart first. <laughs> <laughs> right? You have to, <laughs> your yeah, you have, right. to have your organs. <laughs> yeah, you have to have like, your gurgling in your stomach and stuff. <laughs> Dude, after Maya,
2: I didn't have that, but I didn't have a C-section. I yeah. was like, food, i need food.
1: No. Well, I also have
2: something to tell you, uh, oh, so me. not about your birthday or farting or having babies, baby, <laughs> but uh, you know that this month is pride month, right? Yes. And uh, we really hadn't done anything in regards to that because I'm horrible about knowing months and days and all that stuff. Um, but I did want to do a little something and a shout out to, for pride month. Um, this is especially, you know, we've talked a lot about Oregon and being a little racially unaware, not diverse, all that kind of stuff. But um, I'm kind of proud of Oregon um, and their legislature this month, or actually last month. So um, on May 13th, I wanted to tell you that the Oregon House passed a Senate Bill 704 without any amendment, and it was a 54-0 vote. So that means that 54 out of the people, so it was unanimous, Um, that they voted to pass this bill. The bill was essentially barring any suspect from claiming that they discovered that a person's sexual orientation or gender identity um, caused them to use physical force to uh, attack or to harm someone else. So Oregon in doing so, also I should say that the Senate had passed this bill in April, and only one person voted against it. He's Republican Dallas Hurd of Roseburg was the only opponent so out of the House and the Senate of, of Oregon's legislature only one person, a Republican from Roseburg voted against this bill so I'm really proud of that but we Oregon has now joined 13 other states with similar laws.
3: Okay, explain uh, to me what that means exactly. So is- that
2: means that you, so if I found out you were gay or transgender or something, I could have used the defense that, well, I was surprised by this. I didn't know. I I was shocked. I was feeling threatened, whatever. And so I attacked you and hurt you, killed you, whatever, maybe murder, you know, maybe it comes to play for some reason in second degree murder, which I think is the one where it wasn't premeditated. First degree is premeditated. Second is, um, it wasn't premeditated, but I murdered you. So people were using that defense that, mm-hmm. oh, well, I was, you know, surprised and found out they were whatever. And then I killed them. So no longer is that a justification in the state okay. of, of On a date yet. with a chick. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. maybe transgender. Chick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So it actually, this bill came less than a year after the stabbing death of Ajay Raquel Roan Spears, a 32 year old transgender woman in July of 2020. So this was during COVID. She uh, was killed, and no one has ever been arrested in her case. But she was one of 44 deaths that year in 2020, recorded by the Human Rights Campaign of Oregon. That's just of Oregon, by the way. And um, most of the victims are um, victims of color. And this is kind of interesting. I didn't realize that we had so many transgender people in um, in our representation of the legislation. Um, So this person is Representative Janine Salmon, Democrat from Hillsborough, a transgender woman of color. He or she says, excuse me, that the passage of this bill will send a strong and proactive message to perpetrators of second degree murder. You will not be able to use the excuse, the crime this excuse, um, on a crime simply based on who the victim is. Many of these attacks are motivated by nothing more than the victim's gender or orientation. So I was kind of proud of that. And I hope that that, um,
3: you know, it said that that has to even be a lot like it should just how it is. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But slow and steady, I guess. I mean, I, so i heard i don't know if you heard this but bill maher i guess was talking to younger generations and he was like hey we because younger generations were complaining about how not very woke we are and not very advanced um and he was saying you know we've come a long way and while i agree with him i think we haven't come far enough in the amount of time and i can even just say you know, I thought we came so far in women's rights of their own bodies and their right to, you know, abortion and all that. And then I see what's happening in Texas. And I go, you know, we can't sit on our laurels and say, oh, we've come so far. We really haven't. Like that that we're even still having a question about what a woman decides to do with her body is even up to somebody else is shocking. It should be a private decision between her and her doctor um, her and her spouse, her and her, you know, partner, whatever, but it should not be someone else's decision. And I see so many times, especially groups of men making these decisions that just infuriates me. So, and I'm watching a new season of uh, Handmaid's Tale. Actually, I
3: finished it. Have you, do you watch oh, yeah. that at all? Oh, yeah, I haven't oh, watched. watched the very last episode yet. Oh my god, it's so good. Are, what episode are you on?
2: I already finished. I'm done. Oh, all of it. Okay. Yeah. The, this last one that dropped this week, I watched, um, I be friends with June. Yeah. Yeah. I would, be I would go to war with her. Although I feel, I feel bad for June because I hope that at some point she can get over the anger part at some point, she just has to stop being angry, but, and she has to make that conscious choice, but, uh, maybe when she you know, gets her daughter gonna, back. She ha- yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. She has a lot of reason to be angry and pissed off. So I'm going to give it to her but um you know you watch that show and you go oh this shit could happen you know so
3: and yeah it's kind of weird like it you know are you watching loki no okay Low-key. you
2: need to watch loki because it's about time variance and being on this timeline and i know it's totally sci-fi like it doesn't make sense to me leslie i i'm
3: i, I know We're whole- talking about different dimensions she's like I don't know. Are, are you lost me. It's, it's out. Yeah. It yeah. gets out there. Uh-huh.
2: Watch Loki, And then let's have a discussion about it. Okay. Cause I'd
3: love to discuss it with you. So, okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Do you want to say your tagline? I, I will. So thank you. Salon
2: so <laughs> so loose. Let's say that again. Thank you. Salon sleuth fans and Leslie and April. And we just want to remind you to stay curious, stay suspicious and stay open.